welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Fairy Season 2, Episode 5, Ronnie Slash Lily, written by Alec Berg and Bill Hader, directed by Bill Hader as well. This was a good episode. I think that others hyping it up for me is never a good idea because my immediate thought was has to have something to do with noho hank if it's such a great episode and there was no noho hank so that that took away a little bit of my excitement i did have a little bit of a headache while i was watching this so maybe i didn't laugh as hard as i was expected but i re-watched it and i still found it funny don't get me wrong it just wasn't the funniest thing i ever saw <laughs> which is kind of how it was presented to me but I gave it a 9.2 out of 10 I gave the directing an 11 out of 10 I think I was more enamored of the direction than I was of the events going down in the episode because it was just some chef kiss shots particularly the first um the first few minutes where we jump into the episode where uh you're seeing the reaction of ronnie but you are hearing our character barry in the background talking to him but we don't see what he looks like so then when it finally does pan to him and he's in this ridiculous outfit it's uh it's pretty noteworthy before we do jump into the recap wherever you're listening to this podcast podbean stitcher apple spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for barry or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com so as stated ronnie our titular character rose up to his home in his uh don't ask me what that car is it's a mustang probably incorrect <laughs> But he is drunk as shit. He comes into his home to get high before going into his bedroom. And he turns around and he sees Barry. He tells him, don't freak out. It's okay. Uh, Are you Ronnie? He's just like, yeah. It's like, cool, cool. That'd be super awkward if you weren't uh so loach wants me to kill you i'm not gonna do that uh you're dating his girlfriend do you have family anywhere chicago okay great so i'm gonna need you to go there for a year excuse me bitch he tells him that he and his uh friend they might argue a lot about it when you when you see him don't worry about it uh I'm gonna send you money even though my financial situation's a little fucked up right now I'm still gonna send you money and all you gotta do is go and that stops me from killing you and in Barry's perspective I can see how he thinks that this is somehow even though it's a 180 from last episode because when it's his desire to kill he has no qualms about picking up that gun and doing so when he's angry but when he's told to kill at someone else's behest he seems to really want to stick to that that mindset and so he tries to make this peaceful deal with ronnie that 
does not go successfully especially i mean i loved how ronnie played it where it's like okay do you got a bag do you got a suitcase in there okay yeah go get that go get that suitcase um he walks in the room and he discovers a whole shit ton of trophies and he realizes that he's a taekwondo master (laughs) i love this response he's like so uh who does all these trophies belong to and he just puts up his finger like yeah i think maybe you should have thought about that before you came in and he has uh medals he's like god damn and he he continues to go along with it and he says i need to get some stuff from the bathroom but as soon as barry's guard is down he he drop kicks him pretty hard it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up i don't know how barry got up because i it would have taken me about three weeks <laughs> like i'm sorry i need to get my insides i need to gather them up and put them back in my body so i feel like you've exploded all of them he does get up and he uh he tries to once again negotiate but ronnie's done negotiating he's ready to fight and the two get into it i can't recall was barry a marine i think he was a marine he wasn't just in the army still i was surprised he he was able to hold himself for that long because he looks like a buck 25 maybe 45 i don't know i'm not great with weight but that guy looked like he should have just just eviscerated him but he is able to uh to bust up his windpipe and he uh collapses except he is not one to give up and he goes into and this is the funniest scene one of the funnier scenes is when he went and got his nunchucks and just started proceeding to show off his skills i'm like okay and then barry's like fuck that i'm just gonna sit here and and relax because you have a broken windpipe and you can't breathe and you're wheezing and this is ridiculous except no you can't sit down because he's comes right after him starts hitting him with that nunchuck then he finally does collapse and he thinks that he's dead i feel as if he should have been with those headbutts not not a ronnie but barry with those head two headbutts so hard that it even hurt the person doing the headbutting and then he's like fuck takes off his mask and he's got blood all over his face he goes to the front door and despite all of the the broken furniture and so forth he thinks he's gotten the job done and he's about to leave when his daughter lily ronnie's daughter shows up and the minute i saw her in that karate outfit it's about to go down fuchs is absolutely useless how do you not see that little girl go in the house of the person that you just sent your your friend in to murder but when he went back for her i was like oh no he's not gonna kill the little girl is he and he keeps calling her girl come here little girl i just want to talk to you a little bit was he gonna try to make a deal with her too because there's no way she would want to make a deal with someone who 
murdered her father and secondly because he kept saying i won't kill a little girl why didn't he just let her go or maybe he felt the need to i don't know i would have just kept on moving but it wouldn't have led to this hilarious (laughs) follow-up to taekwondo and unlike the father the daughter is a fucking i don't even know something out of this world little term term termagite damn it i can't think of the word (laughs) but he comes in and she's in her pose and she's practically growling at him and she starts fucking him up wake your ass up because it's time to go beast mode he started hiding she was throwing cans at him (laughs) and he thinks that she finally left out of the window but alas she grabs a knife and proceeds to stab him in the back before deciding to flee like coming back to her little girl persona and then running away but as he watches her run away she like very effortlessly (laughs) effortlessly uh some fucking bushes and he's like what the fuck before he leaves gets in the car with fuchs and he's like fuchs i'm fucked up he's like did you do it did you kill him and he's like yeah but seriously i need to go to the hospital i'm dying and he's more excited about the fact that he he got them off the hook than he is caring about the fact that barry is in serious mortal peril even though he's not like sir do you see those two little stab wounds so instead of the hospital because he's like yeah no i'm gonna take you to the hospital no i'm not gonna take you to the hospital they're gonna ask questions there why would you ask me to uh, you know but i'm thinking you could come up with an excuse like you know what i was attacked i was mugged whatever the fuck you could come up with a lot of stories of why this happened but instead he takes him to the drugstore parks in the front and puts his uh blinkers on and then can't even remember what he needs like oh you need some stitches and some what he's i'm gonna get some uh corn nuts and something to drink you want anything i'm dying bitch get me something for my wound like some aspirin some moltrin you can't like i don't even know why you didn't go in there and grab some more of ronnie's weed before you left anything for the pain he ends up falling unconscious and recalls getting out of the military everybody's running towards their significant others the distant shots they do in this show are are fantastic and he sees someone he's got a smile on his face but we don't see who that person is then he wakes up and he's pulled back over the side of the road they've left the store and Fuchs is like I'm gonna take care of you don't worry I know how to do stitches and uh he talks he talks to him about the little girl he's like yeah uh well he starts to put the uh, put the alcohol on his back 
but uh, he's like yeah there was a little girl there and he's like so i know why you don't want to do this anymore because you don't want to kill little kids i get it and he's like i didn't kill the little girl he's like we gotta go fucking kill that little girl get tactical marines can you put some alcohol on my back first what part of i'm dying and this can get affected don't you understand I love the shot of the girl running in one direction and them screaming, looking for her in the neighborhood. And she's just calmly sitting down trying to think about her life choices. And then they end up rolling up on her. And he's like, go kill her. He's like, uh, no, I'm not going to kill her. He's like, oh, fine. I'll go kill the little girl. So Fuchs gets out of, well, he's like, she's not human. <laughs> and Fuchs is like, you talking bullshit. He gets out the car he approaches her and then she climbs up a tree and then jumps on a roof and perches there and he's like right you ain't gonna do shit barry passes out again from uh blood loss likely and uh uh he, he sees in his flashback that it was fuchs that was there for him after he got out of the military and he gives him the same look like come on and he'll lead him down the path of absolute destruction and he wakes up and it's nighttime his stitches have been taken care of except they've been done very shallowly and he moves only a little bit before those motherfuckers break the girl is still perched up there on the roof you would think some family be like why is there a girl perched on my roof he's like don't worry i'll fix it i'll fix it it'll be super cold he puts something on his back and he's like what is that uh super glue he hears something on top of the car he's like holy shit she's up there or someone's up there so he pulls off really fast and then breaks expecting them to be pushed off of the roof but there's no one there and he's like uh what the fuck i could have sworn i heard something up there i'm not crazy he's like i didn't hear anything and we see lily stealthily crawl into the back seat and <laughs> this was the funniest scene <laughs> when he turns around and she has big cheek in her mouth and he's like oh my god barry he's like just wiggle her off wiggle her off barry shoot her shoot her in the head i'm not gonna do that <laughs> just you need to shoot her you need to shoot her and she ends up biting a piece of his cheek off before escaping and he's freaking out because he's like why can't you move her because i've super glued my hands to the steering wheel say what there was a brief argument between them before this scene this was great fuchs had it coming i'm glad it was done by lily but there was an argument before where he's like let me just call no whole hank and we'll just get one of the chechens to kill her if you can't do it and he's like those guys can't hit shit because i've been training them and he's like you've been doing jobs without me i'm upset what's up with this codependency but not only that jealousy if barry is to be with anyone else but him and he even says i'm just paying off a fucking debt i'm not actually working with them 
and that doesn't seem to matter for for him at all he's just like i can't believe you're deciding to do hits without me and you're not the person that's doing the fucking hits so they go back to the drugstore and barry goes in this time with i mean y'all couldn't get a rag to wipe the blood off of his face um so the guy of course it's like what the fuck the guy that works there seeing this guy with blood over his face like okay and he's trying to be very chill about it and he comes over or wait he starts to hear the wheezing of the windpipe and barry looks over and it's fucking ronnie round two fight the store clerk learned a lesson don't get the fuck involved if you see some crazy shit just call the police or call your manager but i know this minimum wage is not enough for me to approach anybody like what the fuck especially when blood is involved so he gets knocked the fuck out and barry and fuchs go at it once again uh the police are called to the scene Uh, everyone runs out the store he tries to talk to him like come on man don't do this we're in the middle of the store we're attracting attention but he doesn't give a fuck he wants to beat the shit out of him uh fuchs once again tries to leave bear i mean he didn't leave him but he did he's like well i gotta get the fuck out of here once he sees them fighting and he runs right into a police car and i thought that was hilarious and then he drives away and surprisingly the person to save barry is loach when he shoots ronnie in the face loach had also taken a call from barry earlier where he's like is it done he's like i'm pretty hurt man he's like is it done he's like fuck you asshole and hung up on him so he shows up at the drugstore and he shoots ronnie and uh he immediately tries to frame barry for the murder uh, or cover his own basis being like uh he's got a gun put the gun down and he shoots at him and i'm like damn should have known loach was a piece of shit all around and then karma came very quickly because ronnie gets up shot in the face and still manages to drop kick loach so bad that he is dead at the end of it barry is saved once again from the popo uh from i should say ronnie by the popo because all the officers shoot ronnie dead before barry flees and he's able to go out the back and then circle around fuchs is in the car like get in the car get in the car but he honestly looks like he's contemplating their life choices and the relationship together now that all of this has passed and i don't want to stick up for fuchs because i don't like him at all however (laughs) he did try to warn your ass not to come to that hotel he did try to like he came to the city with some plans uh to betray you yes but he certainly was trying to get you away from being betrayed or put in this situation but you showed your ass up i don't think that barry's gonna take that into account but i don't know if fuchs is the type of person that would let bygones be bygones and just let him walk away like we saw him try to do a life without barry 
and it wasn't a great life so he might end up being vengeful i don't know but man this just keeps getting worse and worse and then what is that little girl gonna do now her father really is dead and she clearly knows the the faces of the man that uh or the men that tried to murder her father and her so i'm curious on uh how this is gonna go down next episode as stated i really like the way it was shot i did think it was funny i'm not saying i didn't think it wasn't funny i just don't think it was the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> i think there were quite a few episodes in noho hank that i were laughing i was laughing a lot harder so if you want to send feedback for the next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast while social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease blacker magic <laughs>